Hi everybody, my name is Amy. Welcome back to our podcast. We typically like to start things off with a little quote. So before we really get into the podcast, here's a quote. So this is by Emily Giffen. It says, often I feel that projects overwhelm us when we look at how many hours are involved until completion. But just getting started is usually not that difficult. That's true. So I think one of the problems that we often experience uh, is that a feeling of just there's so many different things to do. And, you know, I think with the access of information that we have, it's very easy to feel like, you know, I want to do a million different things. But unfortunately, we don't always have time for them. We don't always have time to, you know, be the best photographer that we want and be the the top salesman that we want. And we don't have time to, to be the top in every single field that we aspire to be in. We can be definitely the top expert in one. And I think that's a challenge in and of itself just to be that. But a lot of people say like, okay, well, I'm interested in all these different things. How can you determine, how can you resist like saying, you know, I want to be a jack of all trades, but not be a master of at least one. How can you resist that? Yeah, because you're, you're, I see a lot of people trying to do a million different things and then they get upset because they haven't made any progress and in like those million different things instead of if they had just focused on the one item they would have made a ton of progress already you know well just start with one no but well how do you determine which one you want to you want to focus on i feel like people typically have one thing that they're really drawn to the most okay like how, how do you determine if you're saying like well i don't know exactly what's my one thing that i like then you go out and you experience things. You go out and you try them. No, yeah, that makes sense. Because, like, I, like you would think, like, okay, well, I really like this item, but it's just taking me forever, and I can't, I can't find myself motivated to do it. Then quite possibly it's just, like, maybe it's not meant for you, you know? Yeah, and I think people, people feel like they have to be good at everything, but you really don't have to be. Just put some effort into something that you enjoy. Absolutely. And I think because of the fact that if you just sit down and say, okay, well, let me, let me make a list of things. Like, okay, well, these things are, I don't know, the 20 different projects that I want to do. Let me cut that down to maybe top three. And maybe limit that even to just like, okay, out of those three, which one do I enjoy the most? Let me focus my energy and effort on, on that one and grow inside that one field. Because I think if you focus on that, suddenly you're going to be like, wow, you know, I'm, I'm really making progress. And once you get that feeling of accomplishment under your belt, you're going to be like, wow, this is part of who I am. I am getting good. I can give advice to other people about this, this topic. And all of a sudden, you're going to feel a lot better about yourself. Because now it's not that I haven't, I haven't made any progress on anything. It's like, well, I've made a ton of progress in this one thing. And I can actually look at my you know, results whether it be learning a language, uh, bodybuilding, whether it be taking photos and learning, I don't know, the differences in, in photography there. But just being able to say to yourself, okay, well, unfortunately, life doesn't, you don't have infinite time. So you have to focus on, on certain aspects of your life that you wanna, you wanna focus on, you know? Yeah, time is your only true finite resource. You can always get more money. I feel like a lot of people are like, well, no, I'm so limited by my money. But the reality is 
with all of the information that's out there just free and available on the internet, it really should not be that much of a hindrance. Yeah, I agree. I think it's one of those things where people just, I don't know where the mindset comes from, but you always feel like you're lacking, right? Yeah. And I think because people feel like they're, they're lacking, it kind of insp- like inspires or, or not even inspires, but it just manifests itself into that same way throughout their entire lives. You know, like, I'm not, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money, I don't have enough money. And all of a sudden, like, well, guess what? You brought that into the world. Now you, for whatever reason, you don't have enough money, you know? But also the people who say that usually are fed and are clothed and have a house. That's true. So they do have enough money. And they, they can find happiness pursuing like their passion in a different way. Most of the things that you know, most people are passionate about don't necessarily cost too much. I mean, unless you have, I don't know, you like racing luxury cars, right? That's, that's a rather expensive hobby. But for most people, it's just like something that you like to do in your spare time. Whenever you have a chance, you're like, oh, you know, I do like, I don't know, I like drawing or I like painting. I like going out with friends. I like dancing. I like... Um, any number of other things and it's just like well, it doesn't necessarily cost much in order to implement and how much happier would I be if I had just taken that kind of initiative and, and put all my effort into that in the first place you know so what I would suggest for somebody who's feeling really overwhelmed with like the next step to take in their life or whatever they are feeling so overwhelmed with I would say write down a list of all the things that you feel like you have to get done right now and once you make that list go through it and see if you actually have to do a majority of that stuff right now see if a lot of it is just household chores see what you can delegate to other people if you live in a household with like siblings or kids or anything like that see what you don't actually physically have to do yourself and see what your own potential really is i think a lot of people don't understand that skills do add up over time Mm -hmm. if you started that photography thing today then by the end of next week you're already so much better that's true even if you if you know you think like oh man i took you know uh a thousand photos this whole week and maybe i only like two of them right and like man that's pretty low odds i mean less than one percent do i like well you continue going for it and then like all of a sudden like well all of a sudden it's not less than two percent it's maybe less than three percent and or like maybe less than you know maybe maybe you're getting out of a thousand instead of two that you like you get maybe five and so you just have to keep working at it and all of a sudden you'll start seeing like okay i've been in this situation before i know where the light's going to bounce off of i know how this works and everything if anything i love seeing on different uh websites the progress that people make you know i was seeing a post one time from a user that said like this was me like uh before i before i started like my drawing classes in college and this is where i was this is and it shows like a a portrait of an individual that's a very decent self-portrait and then like what is it like three or four years later after drawing just day in and day out for years all of a sudden like their photos or their portraits yeah yeah. the drawings at the end almost look like photos that they really take into account like the details and those small nuances that most people don't even think about but it's because they you know drew 
So they sat down and they did it. Exactly. So I think more than anything, being able to just say to yourself, okay, well, what do I want to do? And you, you have that luxury of just saying like, okay, well, this one is important to me, but like, does it compare to the other things? And which one is important to me the most? Which one will bring me the most happiness? Which one do I really feel like a passion and a connection for? And if you don't know... Try it. Yeah, Try something new. If you don't have anything that you feel super connected to or something that you feel like super inspired by, it means you haven't been trying enough things. Yeah. So, th- I mean, if anything, that's a good thing that you, that you have this opportunity where you're like, I don't know what my passion is. I don't know what I like doing. It's like, well, that's the best part because... Now you get to try different things. You get to experiment. You get to see, like, you know what? I've never gone, I don't know, horseback riding. Maybe I like that. I have no idea. And so let me go and try it. And then you can try it and be like, you know what? That was the coolest adrenaline rush I've ever had. Or maybe it's like, eh, you know, it's cool. It's not my thing. But I tried it. I, get, I got real-world experience out of it. And move on to the next thing. And again, if you're going to say, like, okay, well, uh, like drawing, right? You're going to say, like, okay, well, let me try drawing for the first time and you're going to be like, well, this is definitely not my thing. But if you like doing it, even if, it, if, even if your first time trying it, obviously, it might be terrible. But you're like, hmm, you know what? It wasn't that bad. I actually enjoyed it. And the first time is going to be terrible. The yeah. first time you draw something, the first time you ride a horse, the first time you do an ice sculpture, literally anything, it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. It's going to be terrible. Just accept that. Mm-hmm. Nobody is just you know fresh out the womb and then they're ready to go and they are like an architect Mm -hmm. everybody has to start from somewhere and i think once you acknowledge that your first attempt is going to be probably the worst attempt you've ever made and get over that and just get to the second attempt you've already crossed a huge hurdle i agree i think if you just focus on the thing that brings you happiness because if you work on that type of passion and all of a sudden you're going to find yourself like drawn to it more and more, even, even when you don't even think about it, you know, uh, I know some people that would like really good artists and they would just draw like a, like whenever they're making lunch for their kids or something, they would draw like a little, little drawing, a little miniature, like, I don't know, horse or like a a little dog or a picture of the family dog or something like that. And they would just draw it because like they like it. And, and oddly enough, the, the, better you get the less time it it takes for you to kind of implement that into your life have you heard of that story of picasso and the napkin no what is that one so i believe it's picasso so i guess some some person met picasso in a cafe and they were like oh hey can you do a little drawing for me or something and he was like oh yeah sure so he scribbled something down onto a little napkin and they were like oh cool can i just have this and then he was like no that's like a super costly amount of money and they were like what just for this little scribble on a napkin and he was like yeah because that took me so many years to learn how to do that huh. yeah. you know yeah, probably absolutely. butchering the story but it's something along those lines but it makes sense do you know what i mean no absolutely is that when you see a really good artist you and it takes them like you know maybe i don't know what 10 minutes and to make a cool like I don't know, comic book character or... Or like those people on the strip that they are able to do like spray paint with uh, stencils. And on the Vegas just, strip? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And it just, it looks amazing and it only takes them like five minutes to make an actual like painting just mm-hmm. using stencils and spray, spray paint and it looks so cool and then 
it costs like a ton of money and people are like what that only took you like two minutes to make mm. and they're like uh yeah but check out how cool it looks can you do that exactly so i think for a lot of things like that we only see the finished product and that the you know the, the artist only took a very small amount of time but it's not the i don't know it's the process uh, to get there yeah it's not the amount of time that it took for them to create is the amount of time that it took for them to acquire that skill and get to that level you know yeah uh, and that works for a lot any number of things for creatives whether that's learning a musical instrument whether that's uh being a good photographer anything like that where there's definitely a difference between an amateur photographer and a professional and if you see like their works or like what they deem like important to for for lighting or the way that shadows work or how to even edit in in post it's all very important and it takes them a long time to to learn about that stuff and once they do acquire those skills well all of a sudden you know these these guys like who spent years and years they say like you know what this is actually a very good passion of mine and i'm going to do it anyway whether i get paid for it like from a professional client or whether i'm just at home you know minding my own business and, and doing my own thing i like doing this and so i think what most people who feel overwhelmed is that there's a huge world of possibilities out there and there's a ton of potential within each and every single one of us but what they can't seem to, to figure out is like well how do I narrow it down what if like I think one of the one of the things that most people find themselves in is that like they're pretty good at a lot of different topics a lot of different things like yeah maybe you're not the best I don't know not the best hockey player in the world but yeah you can play hockey and you're pretty decent at it or maybe you can draw and pretty decently you can you can, uh, I don't know, do martial arts pretty decently. And then you're like, okay, well, I do everything pretty well. I don't really excel in anything. Well, how can I determine what I really want to do? Because unfortunately, or fortunately, whichever way you want to see it, I'm good at multiple things, and I don't know exactly where to place my first step forward and say, like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Just pick something. Just pick whatever you feel most drawn to. I feel like most people have one thing that you really could narrow it down to. I really think so. And another thing that people don't seem to acknowledge is that life typically has phases, and I think that that's okay. And if you pick something now, and in five years you are absolutely sick of it and you don't like it anymore, you don't have to. You don't have to keep going. That's true, because, you know, people change. Yeah. And so, and even if, if you end up deciding... And this is this is even across like career fields and stuff like that. But if you end up deciding like, hey, maybe this field isn't for me, don't feel like a failure. Instead, you say like, well, this actually aided me in my growth because I have this unique ability or I, I have this unique experience that other people in my field, yeah, maybe they've been in it longer, but they don't have that type of experience. They haven't seen and and you know experienced what I've had. And I really think that whole thing with career changes or anything that's definitely not a failure it's just maybe you outgrew it or maybe you got tired of it maybe you just want to explore something else all of these are okay you never have to justify the reasons that you're doing these things you don't have to justify yourself to anybody i think the problem with that is that like uh, let's say that you're feeling overwhelmed because you're at a career suddenly you wake up one morning and you're like you know this is this job is killing me Okay. You're stressing out all the time. You don't have time for family. You don't have time for your hobbies or 
you just get so you, you look at your to-do list and you're saying like oh my gosh you know I, I barely started the week and I'm already feeling overwhelmed and it's not even not even Sunday yet it's barely Monday and I've got everything to do and so all of a sudden you're just like maybe this isn't for me how do you prevent yourself from saying like okay well maybe I want to try something else maybe I want to why would you prevent yourself from doing that I think because people feel that obligation of of you know money responsibilities or even just like the idea that I need to grow in my career and say that like okay well if I don't do this if I take a year off maybe I can't get back in maybe someone else is going to take my job maybe maybe the job that I am just kind of bored with like I don't have that safety net you know but why would you want such a safety net if you hate your job? If you wake up one morning and you're like, wow, I actually hate my situation, why would you be so stressed out about not having the potential to come back to that situation? That's true, because I, I guess like most people just see, just see the money, right? Or do you think most people are just afraid of change? Ooh, I think that could be also another factor that they might not be taking into account is that maybe they like the devil that that they know not the devil they don't they don't know you know yeah that makes sense i understand that and so how would how would you and so in addition to everything right what advice would you give them to say like okay well what if you try pursuing something that you want to do instead again like maybe quitting your job is not the first step right maybe make a plan you, yeah make a plan I agree. You you figure out a way like okay, well, I'm gonna get out of out of this job by X date, and as soon as you put pen to paper and say like this is the date, don't try to change it, right? Because then you're gonna make an, another excuse like oh man, like one more paycheck would really make a difference, or like this would this eventually would make me happy, or like then I could afford this thing. It's like well, true, but you're exchanging your happiness. You're not even just exchanging your happiness. You're exchanging your life. That's true. The way that I like to look at it is if you're miserable in whatever situation you're in, is it worth your life? Is that situation worth your life? That's true. And And it's not. It never is if you're unhappy. So, yeah, first, more so than anything, I say choose your happiness. And really, like, sit down and think, like, okay, well you know, what makes me happy, and more importantly, what do I want out of life, you know? And then figure out how to get there. Figure out what steps to take. First, look at a big picture. Write down the couple of things that you really, truly want out of this life, and then be like, okay, this is where I am now, and then write down where you want to be. Be very precise about it, and then figure out how to get there, and write down the steps that you need to take to do that and then you can break it down you can break it down for the year you can break it down for the month and then break it down for today what can you do today that will get you to your dream life exactly um again it's just those small changes and i don't think it's ever too late for you to start improving yourself on that you need to be like you know what I've, this is the only this is the only job i've known i've been here for 10 plus years maybe this is like, I, if I just continue on this path, like, yeah, it's going to suck for a little bit, but you know what? I just need to hold out for a little bit longer, and then everything will be better. I think that kind of thinking is actually kind of poisonous to your health. Oh, it's super detrimental, yeah. Because then you you just keep 
prolonging it. You say like, okay, well, originally I thought I was only going to be here for two years. Now it's been three years. Now it's been five years. And that ability to like get yourself and just literally pull yourself away from a, a place that you, you're not happy to a place that you are happy can sometimes be very difficult. And it's a weird concept because you know that people like to be happy. I mean, that's kind of like the whole definition of happiness. You're, you're enjoying yourself. But people still stick to just very negative situations. Maybe they're in a bad relationship. Maybe they're in a bad area of town. Maybe they're, they're just like unhappy they're just with, yeah, with any number of things. And they say to themselves like, you know what? I'm going I'm to stay here. And it's very odd that people do that. But because you, I think, honestly, I think a lot of people feel like they need to sacrifice. And you really don't. Mm-hmm. No, I, th- I agree with you. I think where most people uh, will agree, I think, for example, I have, I've had friends tell me, like, you know, that growing up, they really missed having their dad around. The dad was figuring, they're like, okay, well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go gonna sacrifice. sacrifice now. Yeah, I'm going to sacrifice now. And then, you know, support my family and, like, you know, maybe work two jobs. I got to make sure my kids are fed and that they have everything and they have anything in the world that they want but it's not about yeah but the kids never asked for that i think as as you know i've grown up yeah definitely when i was little like man look at the you get that jealousy like wow look at all the things that they can afford it's very nice but as people grow up the kids especially they don't really care about what toys they have maybe like give a kid a box and they're the happiest thing (laughs) yeah they use their imagination right but i think what the kids want more than anything is that they do want their dad there. They want to spend time with them. They want to spend time with their mom. They want to spend time with their parents and just enjoy their company. It's not that they want, you know, the biggest and brightest, flashiest items. Instead, they just want that connection, that connection with their parents. And I think a lot of times we feel like we're making a sacrifice where okay, nobody's asking and no one's asking for that sacrifice you're right where like no I'm, I'm doing good thing I'm gonna make the sacrifice I'm gonna be you know sacrificing myself my life my health for my family and if anything I think that's the wrong choice you know? and typically when people do choose that sort of route to peace and kind of self-fulfillment it works for everybody you never hear anybody being like oh yeah my spouse, you know, they're just so happy now all the time, and mm. uh, it's just made my life miserable. They just started eating healthier. Now we travel all the time. Most of the times, people have similar goals, and so if one person is like, you know what, I think I'm going to work a couple less hours this week and invest in myself by buying some really good produce and cooking something for myself instead of you know constantly getting fast food, typically, everybody has the same goals. So it works, and yeah. it improves everyone's lives. And I think that's one of those things where if you just focus on, on going back to the basics, right? I think a lot of the times we see people sacrificing you know, their good quality meals. Maybe they'll just pick something up from, from I don't know. Like a fast food a fast, place. Yeah, a fast food place or something. And then it's like, okay, well, tomorrow I'll cook, I'll cook healthy and eat well. It's like, okay. And then all of a sudden that becomes your same excuse all the time like okay well tomorrow 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 and tomorrow never comes you know one thing that i personally do that really 
changed a lot of my daily habits was anytime I do anything, like anything at all really, like even checking my phone or checking my email or just deciding on what to have for lunch, I will think to myself, is this helping me or is this hindering me? Mm -hmm. And if it's hindering me, I acknowledge that and I stop it. And this, this isn't like anti-ice cream, you know? I'm saying, like, try to go for more helpful things than hindering things. And sometimes, maybe you'll need some ice cream because, you know, you know what? Sometimes it gets hot outside and you're like, this is helpful for my soul today. So that counts too. But I think as long as you try to really steer towards the things that are helpful for you, you'll be on the right track. Yeah, I agree. It's, and that's why, like, if you're feeling overwhelmed... You need to be able to to sort through everything and see like okay well what is important in life you know and and what do i want in my dream life you know is this important to me can i make this sacrifice do is it okay for me to let go of this one particular task this one particular item do i need to do this do this right now or can i just let like you said like can i delegate this to someone else or can I just eliminate it altogether? I don't need that type of stress in my life. I don't need that type of maintenance or something. All of a sudden, you feel a little bit freer. And then you can work on other items that you've been putting off. That's why you just like kind of need to... I, I say like, yeah, definitely. If you're listening, definitely try writing down what do you want out of life. I don't think we're, we're asked that despite you know so many years of schooling and everything I, I i really do wonder how many of us have actually asked okay well what do i want life is a is a very glorious thing it's very interesting it's amazing and like people are able to to acquire so many different experiences in and, life and i do think that most people if you were to ask them what they really want out of life most people would have very similar answers just things like you know health family and some cash to buy things with you know exactly and do what they enjoy and for some people you know they enjoy dancing some people they enjoy uh motorsports or something like that they enjoy taking pictures while traveling the world they they enjoy different items and for you to kind of like sacrifice that part of you that says okay well i do like traveling the world but sacrifice um, any part of you yeah really any part of you whether that's like your sleep your eating habits anything you're sacrificing who you are internally and and all of a sudden it's like well it's going to create a conflict whether you see it right now or maybe you're at the tail end of it right now you're going to be saying like well this is uh this is not who i am i think another thing that people do is they acknowledge they're like okay i'm good at this and this and this but you know what i'm going to figure out how I can fit into my job or how I can fit into the world instead of realizing that you are so great just the way that you are and there's so many different things in this world that you can figure out a world that fits around you Mm -hmm. no I agree I think it's one of those things where you kind of just really really and truly take a step back and today I would I would suggest they write down what do you want out of life and that's all you have to do you could just stop there you yeah. could just i know when you get really excited and 
you're dealing with being overwhelmed originally, you can just kind of feel like, okay, now I got to do everything. But then it leads back to feeling overwhelmed, overwhelmed. again. Yeah. So as long as you are able to just write down what you want, that's a huge step. You've made so much progress. Good on you. So that works. And then that'll help clarify what is important in your life. Where am I going? What do I want to do? And as soon as you do that, then all of a sudden you'll be like, you know what, this extra task that I'm doing doesn't bring me happiness, doesn't bring me joy. Why in the world am I doing it? Why do I feel the need to buy this particular item? It's not helping me in any sense. I should get rid of it. And then the more things that you let go of, the more things that you don't have as acting as stressors in your life that you have to maintain, you have to clean up, you have to, you know, deal with, deal with it in a day-to-day manner. Well, all of a sudden you have a little bit more joy, you have a little bit more happiness, and you're going to end up having a better quality of life because of it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So that's, if you're feeling overwhelmed... Just write a couple things down. Yeah, take some time. Write down a list of everything you have to do and just take a small step towards that action. As long as you're doing action, you're growing and just take it one step at a time. One day at a time. Yeah, so I think that will wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast and be sure to subscribe for more episodes. Bye. Thank you. Bye.